0: of Good Luck High Five. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you are already super excited for New Capenna, which is somehow just around the corner. Somehow,
1: very strange world we live in.
0: Or maybe the new Commander Legends set that has been announced is more up your alley. Either way, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on
1: today's show, we're going to talk about five tips on how to become a better Magic player.
0: Yes, this was recently a course on Twitter. Yes. And so we're going to hop in, follow along, give you our own hot tips that come to mind and also go over some of what we think are the best recommendations from players out there. You know,
1: even if you're like, I'm happy with my game, where my game is at right now or whatever, it's always nice to take a moment to pause and reflect and think about what people have to say about, hey, maybe there's this little thing you can do to make yourself a better player and get yourself more of those dubs.
0: Exactly. How could Kiki Jiki have become a mirror breaker if he didn't first pause? <laughs> and reflect in
1: the mirror. Wow, that is very good. That is very good. Very true. Kiki Jiki would still be, you know, not, would just be looking in mirrors. Exactly.
0: And not smash that. <laughs> Um, We'll also have a Neon Dynasty story time. Yes. Plus, of course, the Scryfall Randomizer.
1: I apologize, everybody, if I seem a little weird on this podcast. It's because (laughs) I was on a plane recently and my ears still have not popped. That's so... (laughs) So I'm so uncomfortable. Everything feels like. First really of all, it's painful. Upset. Second of all, everything. I feel like my head's in a bottle of a bottle of water. My yeah. head can fit in a bottle of water. It's very small. In a bucket of water, or like those characters when you know a bomb goes off. Characters or real people when a bomb goes off next to them. You know, in the, in the movie, they're like. Ee! Eee, and they can't yeah. hear anything for a little bit. That's me right now.
0: <laughs> Did you try doing a nasal rinse?
1: I tried all of the things. Not a nasal rinse. I don't have okay. a neti pot, but oh. I, I tried like, you know, the blowing, holding your nose, the blowing a balloon, the sucking on hard candy, blowing the swallowing. A balloon? the yawning. Yeah. Wow. Everything that Google told me to do. So we'll see how I am in a couple days. Otherwise, I'm going to have a doctor with an ice pick and he's going to get in there. <gasps> no. <laughs> Maria accidentally lobotomizes herself trying to pop her ears. (laughs) It is a very strange experience, everybody. But before we start our show, the most important part of the show yet. Yes. We're is thanking everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic.
0: Yes. Thank you. Especially to a new patron in the last week, Thomas. Hey, Thank you, thank Thomas. Thank you, Thomas, for being the only thing between us and the sad trombone noise. Yeah. Thomas
1: is standing there like that gif of somebody playing a tuba into somebody else's face. Thomas yes, is right there. He's there
0: being like, no, no. don't do it. <laughs> Uh, so if you would like to be the sole savior of all of our listeners from Sad Trombone Noise, yes. become a patron or increase your pledge before next week's episode. I just
1: want everybody to know that being a patron of Good Luck High Five doesn't only support this podcast, but also The Upkeep, which is yeah. our magic news show that we do every week, which yep. is awesome. I love that show. It also supports our board game content yeah. at youtube.com slash games.
0: It also supports all of the cool videos that we get to bring you, like the commander deck battles. Yes. Which are always a very good time. Box openings, everything would not be possible without you. So, thank you so very much. And if you happen to have a few dollars that you could spare, we would so appreciate you sending it our way. It only takes a second.
1: I wanted to mention the board game specifically because we have a really cool new video out this week on the channel, yeah. which you can go check out now, which is, does your board game shelf pass the Bechtel test?
0: Yeah. We talk about some really great games by women and non-binary designers yes. to help you diversify your board game shelf and also just bring some great games to it if you haven't heard of these Seriously. games. Seriously. They are bangers. Yeah, we've
1: got some true bangers on that list. Yes. Recommend all of them extremely Wingspan? highly, ever, obviously. Ever
0: freaking heard of it? Wingspan, the greatest <laughs>
1: game that's ever been invented. It's um, very good. 10, a new game that oh, we are obsessed so with. Good. uh yeah. So good. Yeah. Plus uh, a million dollars. Go check it out. YouTube.com slash games. Big shout out as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom.
0: Yes, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF, the place to go for all of your magic needs. You know,
1: Card Kingdom also has amazing stores that you can check out IRL. So cool. If you're in person in Seattle, Portland, soon they're opening one in Chandler, Arizona. I just went to the Portland one. Whoa, by the did? way, yes, was it? that's where I was on the plane. By the way, everybody, that's I, I played Portland for my ears. Um, It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's it's of course you walk in there. They have every game known to exist in humanity. Plus, just like their Seattle locations, they've got a beautiful place to eat mm-hmm. a full bar. You can play games from their library there. Oh, I'm just Amazing. jealous we don't have one here because Chandler,
0: Arizona. How did you become the luckiest place? I know, on earth?
1: I know. It's it was just gorgeous, and I just want it. Just reminded me how spectacular their stores are. Yeah, and everybody check them out. Card Kingdom, the greatest place to buy on the internet or in real life.
0: All right, Maria, it's time yes. for the Skyfall randomizer.
1: Let's go, random me, buddy. <laughs> random me. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to show you this art. Excellent. Here
0: you go. What do you see?
1: Oh, this is this Neon Dynasty variant art? (laughs) Holy cow! We random we randomed into a really cool uh, random not random alternate art style of a card in neon dynasty that's what I i'm don't seeing think
0: it's an alternate art it's a normal art this is a it's, normal it's art a normal art from neon dynasty oh my
1: god okay it's so really what we're seeing here is look what looks like a giant samurai standing on a street uh they're about 10 times taller than everybody on the street including the buildings it's nighttime a uh, purple is the main color if this is a car the actual card art I've got to say I'm not quite sure what it is I'm not paying enough attention to the Neon Dynasty arts when I play oh my gosh okay well this I'm going to say this is a black card um, and I'm really ashamed that I don't know what it is from the current set
0: <laughs> it is unbelievable it is our, the first time that we've gotten a card from the current set yeah that's true um, alright Maria the card is Aki Warpaint this is Aki
1: Warpaint yeah okay so this is the unplayable red card it is <laughs> has the worst draft win record. The worst. Literal last place. Yes. What does this do? It's an aura for like one in a red and it gives plus three, plus two or something like that.
0: Yeah. It's a single red uh, aura. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus two, plus one. Wow. Oh, actually, you can enchant an artifact or a creature, of course, because vehicles. There
1: is no way I would have ever thought that this was the art on this card. No wonder right? I You're haven't like, seen it. You
0: like never looked at this art. Literally nobody has ever this drafted card. this card. <laughs> wow. Well, but I guess that explains like, it. The art is very good. It's really cool. I'm sad um, this cool yeah. art is an unplayable card. If you haven't <laughs> looked at the art for Aki War Paint, go take a look at it uh, by Jeremy Wilson. Yeah, check it very out. Very good.
1: Beautiful. Wow. I am.
0: All right. Also ash- exciting. Our very first current uh, set randomizer. That's so
1: true. Okay. Check out this art, Megan. Um, tell me what you think this card does after uh, explaining the art to everybody
0: (laughs) okay it's pretty good art what I'm looking at is um, two goblins in a forest Um, (laughs) one goblin is pulling the other like there's a big goblin (laughs) that's pulling a slingshot and the second smaller goblin is in the slingshot holding a giant like serrated blade it's great (laughs) Uh, so it is obviously some kind of goblin slingshot situation
1: okay great I mean that that's close enough on the card name, uh, so it's I'll just give you
0: goblin slingshot
1: <laughs> situation. This is a sling gang lieutenant. Oh, yep. Uh huh. Okay, so this was printed in Modern Horizons. Oh, interesting. So you might remember it from that. It was yeah. also in Jumpstart Historic Horizons.
0: Wow. So okay. So
1: we've seen it recently. What do you think this card does?
0: Um, I'm going to say I'm just going to go with like a lighter version of um, Siege Gang Commando. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to go. Th- this one is um, three, three and a red for a 2-2 uh, two, two that when it enters the battlefield, you create a, another 1-1 one, one goblin. Um, and you can pay one in a red and sacrifice a goblin to have it deal one damage to any target. I
1: mean, you're very nearly correct, except that this is a black card. What? This is a black card, everybody. Three and a black for... Uh, for a creature goblin at uncommon when Sling Gang lieutenant enters the battlefield, create two one, one red goblin creature tokens. Whoa. So that's weird. Yeah. Um, sacrifice a goblin target player loses one life and you gain one life. It's wow. a one, one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Almost got it right on the nose. That's
0: yeah. I'm pretty proud. That's um, really impressive. Very surprised that it's a black card, but okay. It, makes, mean, red goblins, it so. makes
1: red goblins. It makes red goblins.
0: Wow. Very and the, cool. The art
1: is great. The art,
0: the art is, uh, so well conveying
1: by Craig it, Spearing,
0: yes, a yeah. plus, a plus, really conveying <laughs> what the card is all about. Yeah, here. <laughs> I just love that. There's the big goblin is obviously, yeah, and then yes. like the little goblin is in the slingshot. Does the
1: little like, goblin look like they're like, yes, yeah? Oh, they me me look up, like coach. they're having a
0: great time. Put me in like, the slingshot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> would you allow yourself to be slingshot?
0: Um, in my current state, no. <laughs> In if my I was pupa a, state, if yes. If was a goblin version oh. of myself, then yes. I I guess feel
1: like. As a human, you can do it if you go you know to a, a theme park.
0: I was going to say, actually, yes, if it was like something where you were like, if you, they were like sl- slingshotted you yeah. onto a, like a giant trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> so you land and you just bounce.
1: They do it like you're in the giant slingshot and they sling you yeah, into the yeah, air, right, though. Right. Would yeah. you do that? Yeah. Ooh, all right. Theme park, let's go.
0: <laughs> I mean, would I be terrified the entire time? Well, yeah, yes, obviously.
1: But... Have you seen the videos of people who do it and they're like pass out, they're so afraid, <laughs> but then they wake up and they're in their still in their worst nightmare? Uh, no. Wow. So they pass out, they're like I can't handle this, my body's shutting down. They wake up and they're like
0: no, it's still happening.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, man. those exist on the internet. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we're going to talk about five tips to becoming a better magic player. Uh, This was initially tweeted out um, on Twitter, of course.
0: Uh, At Imperial Seal MTG.
1: Yes. So they initially tweeted this out and there was a lot of good responses. And we wanted to talk about some of the responses because every once in a while, like we said at the top of the show, it's good to take a moment, take a step back and evaluate what you could be doing to up your game.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, you know, I feel like, Maria, what do you feel like? Um, has been most recently like your turning point in becoming better?
1: Yeah. Great question. Great question. Um, I think for myself, the most recent tip that I've taken to heart is keeping an opening hand that has a plan. Yeah. And that's the one that I've been thinking about most recently, because especially in a game like limited, you can keep an, you can keep an opening hand and be like, well, you know, This does stuff. You know, I have lands. I've got spells. Maybe I have a creature. Okay, good enough. But more recently, I've been thinking I really need to keep a hand that's trying to do what my deck wants to do Mm -hmm. in order to have an edge, especially in best of one, right? Yeah. That becomes even more relevant. For sure. What about you?
0: Um, I think mine is uh, going with the data on what cards are good in draft. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I start like? science I, at the beginning of Neon Dynasty draft, we both mourned how bad, yeah, um, it was going how poorly it was going for us. Yeah. It was going abysmally, big time for me. bad. It was just like I was just chucking gems <laughs> out the window. <laughs> um, but now, right at this point, I don't remember the last time that I didn't at least get four to five wins, like Great. at least breaking even, right, and honestly mostly 6 and 7s yeah uh and the answer is just that like using that 17 lands data of like these are the cards that win
1: exactly these are the
0: cards that win games when when you draw them and if you just draft those cards y- you win games <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's especially important because some of those cards on there, you know, you have to think twice. You wouldn't have picked them.
0: Yeah, exactly. You or it's just kind of like something of me being like, oh, but I like this card. Like, you know, like having like a personal preference for a card. Oh, yeah, for, for, for card, sure. like, oh, but I kind of like it. Or like, oh, it could, in theory, do this cool yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, don't go with the, in theory, this might happen. Cold, hard data. Go, hard, go with the cold, hard facts. Yeah. <laughs> It is
1: tough. It's super tough, especially for players like me who really like to shape their draft around big boomy rares that they open, which is definitely not always the best thing that you should be doing. Sometimes you got to draft the hard way. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. You just got to make like one, one disciplined pick after another. Oh, discipline. That word. it's It's not sexy. No, it's not. But it sure does get the job done.
1: All right. So here is the list from the person who tweeted this out in the first place. Number one, listen and learn. There is always something to learn from the veterans.
0: Yeah, sure. Good tip. Yeah. Sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Number two, consume content. Hey, we are here for that definitely uh there's a good very good educational and well produced for your advantage yeah. so thank you yes we are well produced uh <laughs> number three stop seeing the match only from your point of view learn what your opponent thinks
0: oh wow yeah yeah i love sense. that tip
1: number four play more games play more decks play different strategies and practice you can't be good just knowing how to play one strategy in one deck
0: sure yeah oh, i guess i'll play aggress
1: <laughs> and number five stop trying to beat everything stop playing around cards you can't beat and play to win yeah yeah good tips there um um, we highlight it. We're going to highlight a bunch of the the five lists from people, uh, f- number f- top five lists from people who have replied that we think are especially valuable and kind of break down what they're saying at the end. I'll give you my top five list that I created.
0: <laughs> you know, I will say that like the, um, the, you can't beat, like, don't try to play around play around cards that you can't beat yes. if your opponent casts them. Yeah. It's, like, a big one, right? It's huge. Of just being like, oh, man, I can be scared of this Meat Hook Massacre the yeah. entire time.
1: Exactly. And
0: try to, quote, unquote, play around it. But the but the fact is, if they have it, you I'm weren't. just you're, going to yeah, lose this game. Yeah, you're not going to So I might as well... Tr- try to win right now before exactly. like, and then, and then if it happens, it happened. It, it, and there 100%. Was, there was nothing that I could have done about this it. This is a great yeah. tip for
1: aggressive players. I know I spent a lot of times early on when I was playing magic being like, Oh, how am I going to play around the sweeper? What do I do if they settle the wreckage that one, you can play around a little bit. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is, there was no answer if I if they played it I lost so I've got to do the one thing that I can control which is play to win from the situation in which they do not have that card
0: yeah such such an important one um here's a reply from D Gallon MTG one realize that no game of magic has ever played perfectly well
1: speak for yourself Derek
0: <laughs> JK JK. Um, to take a moment after you untap and draw to plan out the entire turn. I really get ahead of myself so much. Oh, so do I. So many times, absolutely. So, so many times, I've just like played the wrong, like without thinking. I'll just like put a land onto the battlefield, and I'm like, that wasn't it
1: no 100 <laughs> percent. i 100 need to listen to this yes there's so many games i lost because of a decision i made sloppily on turn two yes.
0: or like i did my brain didn't even register it as a decision
1: right exactly there have been times
0: and it's just like playing like werewolves like i untap on turn three and i'll just be like Auto okay pilot. go to combat and yep. i'm like i had a tovalar in my yeah. hand <laughs> absolute <laughs> idiot
1: Yes, and Arena exacerbates this because it's so easy to play fast on yes. Arena and also to be like browsing on your phone or having another tab open or whatever um, with, while not being present in the game. And I just kick myself so often for mistakes yeah. that I could have avoided so easily. <laughs> Number three, ahead reduce variance behind increase variance. I love this way of putting it. Yeah. So you're going to try to make sure your opponent can't win from a when you're in a position of power.
0: Yes. Uh, trying to be like, okay, giving them as few draw steps as possible I think is a very big way yes um which is why also like I also love this like if you're behind just create chaos is what (laughs) it feels like to me right anytime towards chaos anytime that you think you're losing and this goes for life just create some chaos yes 100% okay not actually endorsed for maybe your life but (laughs) sometimes Think about it. I mean, you you can still be playing. If you're playing conservatively and you're
1: behind in the game, ask yourself why. Yeah. Okay. This is a lesson from my dad, everybody. Wow. Mr. Bartholdi coming in with this lesson. He was a hockey coach for a long time Uh and uh, he would pull the goalie um, a lot of times when you're behind in a game so that you can add an additional player uh, to your team in take a take advantage of the fact that you are behind. He would say, you don't protect a loss. Yeah. right? Because if you're going to lose, you're going to lose anyway. So you might as well do whatever you can to win. Oh. Pull the goalie. Pull the goalie. All right. There you I go. I like it. So that's my analogy there.
0: Um next ask yourself, quote, "Who is the beatdown a lot?"
1: Yeah, it's a great tip, yeah, especially it's good to know. the. Yeah.
0: Um also, I've noticed this especially in Neon Dynasty, I feel like it does change a lot. Yes, it, it does. It can change like it's like it's a slow change, but then all of a sudden the moment hits and you're like, oh, it, we've swapped. Yes. Well, my opponent and I, someone was the beat down and now it is back and now it is the other way.
1: Yeah. And this is a great, great tip, especially if you're a, a beginning player to recognize who is the person who is trying to deal damage and who is the person who is on the de- defense. And once you identify that, you can adapt your play style to take advantage of that information that you now know. Yeah. Right. There's a great article about it. It came out a million years ago. You can search it. Uh, who's the beat down?
0: <laughs> uh, and five, play against people who are better than you. A
1: thousand percent. This is probably yeah. the best tip that there is out there. Honestly, okay. like you learn infinite yeah. playing against somebody who's better than you. Infinite.
0: Um. Next up is from Sammy TMTG. One, be open minded despite success. That's a good point. If you're winning a lot. Doesn't mean you're perfect.
1: That's so true. Two, put in time, practice research. Yes, of course. Yep.
0: Uh, three, play every match as you would if you were at the highest level.
1: Yeah, that's what we were right, talking you. about yeah,
0: earlier. <laughs> very smart. Um, sometimes if I feel like I've been I've been being sloppy, I'll slow down and I'll pretend I'll do voices of commentators in my head <laughs> to make myself slow down. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'd be like, oh, don't do something that these fake commentators in your head would call you an idiot for. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've
1: never thought about that before. Just having the little person Just on your like shoulder. A little
0: voice in your head being like, oh, and now they're like, Look oh, what she's doing. She's oh, she's played
1: that. Land seems like a mistake. Exactly
0: right. It's like oh, if there's a little voice in the back of your head, kind of like talking about what you're doing. You're like oh, I'm I'm not gonna do something so dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna slow down and think about it for a sec.
1: Yeah, the way that I force myself to slow down and think about it is to put on music when I play oh. because that distracts my brain enough because, of course, my brain always wants to be doing five things at yeah. any given moment. Thank you, world that we live in. <laughs> um, so I'll just I'll put my phone in another room so I can't look at it when I'm playing and I'll turn on music, which I guess satisfies that distraction function enough yeah. to be able to focus on what I'm doing. Nice. Number 4 network you can't do it all.
0: Oh, yeah, great point. Yeah. Um having yeah, people as resources that you can reach out to just being like okay, what's good in this format? You can't be an expert on every constructed format.
1: And we'll hear this from all the time from teams when they play in the top events. They'll say, well, half of the team took this format. Half the team took this other format. Mm -hmm. This person's job was specifically X. This person's job was specifically Y. Swap all that info. Exactly.
0: Um, Five, remember you aren't owed anything despite the previous four.
1: That's so, so true. Even if you think you are the better player in the matchup, you think you brought the better deck, you think you should, quote unquote, have won the game check yourself don't be a meanie no you are not owed anything by anyone ever even if you are the better player even if you did choose a better deck even if your opponent misplayed you are not old to win that is why magic is one of the greatest games out there because at any time anybody can win it's not
0: chess okay Thank you. Uh, this one is from at MTG Dad. One play more limited. Yep, <laughs> we agree. Of course, we agree. A thousand percent, we agree. Yes, so many constructed
1: players are like you get so many excellent, especially combat yes, skills from playing limited because
0: limited is a combat format. Yes.
1: Creatures matter, combat matters, and it's very difficult, and you'll become better at Constructed if you become better at Limited. Also, you'll have as many wild cards as you want
0: Yeah. Uh Two, no more. Uh, obviously, more. Limited. No more. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> person's all about Limited, and we are here from it.
0: Very much agree about it. Uh, this one is from Lamoris Cards. One, get lots of format knowledge. You can't play around cards you don't know about. Oh,
1: gosh. This and is the, so important. All the time. Yes
0: all the time Even so many limited tricks in a format that right? will just be like i didn't know that was there you're
1: like oh is there giant growth yeah. in this format think 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 wow if you know how much more information yeah. do you have
0: i mean this is just uh, this is now obvious and a big one but when your opponent in constructed leaves up four mana and then it's your turn yeah don't attack <laughs> they have the there's a wandering they emperor have a wandering emperor She there. She's there. She in there.
1: Yep. 100%. And I think you can expand this out to when you play a constructed format um, to just know what other decks in the metagame to expect when you show up at a tournament. Because if you're playing against somebody blind and you don't know what kind of stuff they're going to be playing, it's going to be a lot harder for you. If you know, hey, they're probably doing this on turn two, they're probably leaving this up on turn three, you're going to feel so much better.
0: Yeah. Uh, two, be real with yourself when you make a mistake. Otherwise, you won't learn from it. Yes. Great point. You know what we love to do as magic players? N- argue. <laughs>
1: well, yes. Number one. <laughs> uh, but we also love to tell a bad beat story where yeah, we were yeah. the victim of uncontrollable circumstances. But right? were you? But uh, were you really? Sometimes the answer is yes, yeah. but...
0: A lot of times the answer is no.
1: (laughs) Be real with yourself. Learn to take that mistake. Learn to take that defeat and learn from it. Make it worth something in the end and not worth nothing.
0: Uh, This one is related to some of the other stuff we've talked about. Three, your ego will hurt more than help. It's okay to lose and no player is beneath you. Yep,
1: exactly.
0: Four, always be evaluating your next play and be plotting out how you see the game going for multiple turns. Yeah. It's quite hard sometimes. Yeah. But do you know what? It's a good exercise, and the more you practice it, the better you get at it. Number five,
1: play to your outs. You can't uh, be loss averse in a zero sum game. Play to win, not to avoid losing. There we yeah. go. Same advice as before from Maria's dad.
0: <laughs> and number six, hold the goalie.
1: If it's not fun, why bother? I think yeah. that's important to remember, of course. Yeah. You always want to be having fun. Otherwise, why are you doing it? You know what I mean.
0: Especially because, yeah, if you are not having fun, then you're eventually going to stop. Yeah, that's, and that's true. Not a way to get better. And
1: you're not going to put in the 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 work to learn and to get better either because it wasn't fun in the first place.
0: Um, this one starts with one. Draft the unfamiliar lane. Yeah, I love this yeah. one. Do something new.
1: Try something new and draft.
0: Um, I always hate drafting red, and it takes me a little while to come around to it in any given format. In
1: any format, period.
0: In, form- <laughs> in Neon Dynasty, though, I'm right. Yeah, I mean, that's true. (laughs) That is true. But I've seen people draft
1: excellent mono red decks. That's very true. It's, It's true. That are running 13 lands. Hot, I've seen it. Spicy, I've seen it. So yeah, it can be done. It can be done Uh, to
0: utilize your sideboard. Oh my gosh,
1: so many professional players will say that this is the number one thing.
0: Yeah, it's where you get an edge. It's where you get the edge. Like exact, having precisely like the best sideboard plan for a game.
1: And this goes for limited as well. Everybody, a lot of people don't sideboard in limited, but you really should take the time to think about it, especially in sealed. what you can do to get an advantage in game two.
0: Uh, three, deconstruct decks at the end of the night and examine the curves roles that cards have played.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea yeah. for if you're playing in a limited tournament or something and you've drafted a couple of times or yeah. whatever if you even if you're doing side events. And I'm I'm imagining a tournament.
0: <laughs> Just that like exists was this card IRL? good? Did it yeah. play a role? Did exactly. it do a thing?
1: Uh, number four, always ask for feedback. I love this. I love yeah. asking people what I could have done differently and showing them my sealed builds. Yeah. Uh five, have a starting hand with a strong plan. There it is! There Yay! My favorite
0: tip. Yeah, it's
1: great. And uh finally we're gonna stop with advice here from none other than Jean Emmanuel Duprat, who replied to this tweet. Yes.
0: Um Jean Emmanuel always in the top eight deprend. Yep.
1: I mean, this guy is this guy is filthy. Yeah. Like
0: just an exceptional magic player.
1: Do you think he is going to make the top eight at the new Capena Championship?
0: Uh, like, if you had to give me, if I either have had to, like, put, put my chip in for yes or no, I would go with yes.
1: Isn't that absurd?
0: Yeah. Like, yes.
1: There are hundreds of players. I can't,
0: there are so few players for whom you would say, like, okay, I'm going to give you the, the binary option. Yep. For this player, you either have to choose yes or no. Will they be in the top eight? Yeah. And you're going to choose yes. It's, like, him <laughs> and, like... Uh, I, paulo <laughs> the end of the my list. The end.
1: <laughs> so here's his number one tip take your time. Your autopilot may be good, but it's not perfect. Yeah. And we've been talking about this being kind of a little bit sloppy, uh, playing on instinct, which is something I l- do like to do. It's just kind of how I have more fun playing magic. However, It can lead to game losses for sure.
0: Um, To play multiple formats slash deck types. In addition to being refreshing, diversity will give you a wider perspective on the game. I love to do this,
1: especially when I'm preparing for a constructed tournament. I will, um, since I have a million wild cards, since I do draft a lot, I will construct other decks that are in the metagame and I will play those decks. Even if I know I am not going to bring that deck to the tournament because it gives me familiarity with what my opponents will be trying to do at any given tournament turn and it just makes my decisions more instinctive when I'm playing in that tournament and kind of just helps me feel better about, I know what's coming from my opponent at any given moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, three, listen to people who you think are better than you. Also listen to people who you think are worse. Oh. Being, quote, good at magic is a very abstract notion. Different people are good at different aspects of the game, and it's common bias to focus on the ones you're already good at.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Did we do two, or did I skip it on no, accident? No, we did two. Okay. I was like, I was looking for a tweets. to Wait, make it. Sure Wait, did we, we do two? Did we?
1: Yes, we did. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Number four, on that note, think about all the things outside the game that you can control. Sleep, food, music, improvement at Magic isn't limited to the decks you pick and the plays that you make.
0: This is kind of what you were talking about, like uh, limiting distractions.
1: Yes, for sure. Like getting a good night's sleep before a big tournament, making sure that you have snacks. We know we're Mm -hmm. we're big on snacks here. So big At Good Luck High Five. And a lot of players, I can't count the number of times players have done well at a tournament when they're like, yeah. I feel great about where I'm at in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, feeling good about where you're at, like waking up refreshed, being like all the things I could control. We're in a good place. I feel healthy outside of the game impacts how you do inside the game too.
0: And five in the long run, winning a game matters less than making the right decisions. Mm -hmm. Making the right decisions matters less than understanding what they were and why focus on understanding.
1: Oh, that's so great. That's great.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not about the outcome. It's about did you take the right path each time? Exactly. That a path came up? And yeah. just knowing when there was a path to yes. choose from. Like if you like if you trotted down like the right <laughs> fork in every fork, but you never knew that there was a fork. You were just going which way you wanted to go. Always
1: know if there's a fork.
0: Always know if there's a fork. <laughs> because
1: you don't want to be using a spoon if there's to, a fork to eat the macaroni uh, if there's a fork.
0: Embarrassing for you. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I made my own top five list after okay. looking at all these lists. And we talked about one of them already at the top of this uh, segment. Number one, play with people better than you, yeah. which we love to do Great. when we played with the Pirate Boys, when we do like a friend yeah. draft, you know, and cool. just just playing with them, honestly. Having I, friends, I, You're
0: man. just like seeing other
1: people casually, uh, having friends, um, yeah, just playing with them including they've made like the top eight of events yeah. routinely um made me think about oh my gosh that's what I should be doing yeah for <laughs> sure copying somebody in a, in a limited format I mean like do it you know what I mean
0: sometimes I still I still hear back from um I don't remember like where it was if we were like streaming or something but like Efro just being like but why are you doing that yeah and so sometimes <laughs> when I make a decision I just ask myself in, in his very, like, dry way. I'm like, why are, why you, are you doing, doing that? that? Why are you like, doing that? Why um, are your
1: creatures attacking?
0: Why are you doing that? And I'm like, why am I? Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 number two, play to
1: outs, whether you're losing or winning. Yep, yep. we talked about that. Uh, number three, keep a starting hand that does something or that does the dex thing. Yep. Especially the dex thing is what I mean when I'm talking about a constructed format. Like, yeah. d- if your hand is just like, oh, I have some creatures and some lands, Probably not good enough. You probably want to be doing what your deck wants to do, especially in best of one.
0: And I feel like especially with um, Neon Dynasty drafts, this is so true. Because yeah. if you draft like a really sweet, say, ninja's deck, um, like blue black, but then you keep a hand that's all like maybe the couple of more expensive cards that you drafted. Yeah. Your deck's not going to perform well when you draw your cheap cards late.
1: Exactly.
0: Like it's no, not going to do deck the ninja thing. Tempo, so you need to have a starting hand that's going to do some stuff early. Otherwise, your deck is not going to function. No.
1: It just will just lose. Yeah. Number four, know the other decks in the meta inside and out. This means having a good sideboard guide to bring with you to the tournament. Oftentimes, pros will post sideboard guides online ahead of tournaments. You can crib those notes or you can make your own based on your testing. And it also means playing those other decks if possible, not Ooh. just playing against them.
0: Yeah. Knowing what they want to do so you can try and shoop, swipe shoop, it, shoop it, shoop. it, you know, Uh, that was me like you you know if you're swooping in and stopping them or you're bringing the paper cutter down and (laughs) chopping it off (laughs) the paper cutter you know what i'm talking about those big scary ones yeah that's some noise really spooky paper guillotine is what it is paper guillotine (laughs) uh
1: number five write down mistakes or things to think about later yeah i i definitely think this is great immediately after the game too because in five minutes you won't remember anymore at least i won't my memory's like, that's, that game's gone, by erase. <laughs> so I write it down when I'm still sitting at the table after I've packed up my stuff. So I, re- re- I have better recall when I'm revisiting again later. I probably write down what my opponent played too.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's our list. Wow. And also a lot of other people's lists of mm-hmm. top five things to think about to get better at Magic.
0: What's yours?
1: We tweeted out this question earlier today at GLHF Magic. Yeah, so we want to know. So you can go know. check out that Twitter thread. I asked for your number one only one just one to kind of keep it easy a little bit simpler and so many people replied with such great tips that i highly encourage you to go check it out at glhf magic is where you can follow us on twitter and see everybody's great replies to just the top tip their number one top tip at how to get better at magic
0: Alright, Maria. Yes. I'm here to bring you episode three of the Neon Dynasty story.
1: I'm so excited. I mean, we're coming up on new Cupenna here, so.
0: Yes, I know, <laughs> right? It's, we have to we gotta wrap this up. We gotta up. get through the rest of these in our next two episodes. Okay, so this is episode three. If you'll remember last time, it was when um poor Kato's friend Tameshi died because uh, you know, he was working with Oh yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Um jingataxis and the phyrexians and there was like the warehouse and he burned down the warehouse and kato was like what are you doing and, and G- was like i'm sorry
1: jingataxis was in the warehouse looking out yes. creepy and weird right yes
0: and had a bunch of um kami also that's right like, in in crates that they were helping and uh, to, like that they were moving to a new place
1: light Paws was there and was like this is the work of the futurists uh, right
0: that was in the first episode when the Emperor got kidnapped.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. And
0: Cato was like, it was a man with a metal arm. And Lyposa was like, it must be the Futurist. Okay. And Cato was like, no. Okay. Got it. Um, okay. So th- this is um, so a little bit after that time. Not, not long after that time where Cato had been like, hey, I'm in this warehouse. My friend died. I'm sad. What's going on?
1: <laughs> and that was exactly the oh, text.
0: Yeah, exactly. What's going on? Oh, and um, right before his friend died, he was like, Tesseret. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Tesseret. Oh, like, uh, what? Okay, so. Cato um, has been doing like a lot of looking around, and he figures out that the way to find out more about Tezzeret is to go see the Nozumi, which are like a a, a race rat. of big rats um, that live in swamps and are very suspicious of people.
1: That's how and, I feel some days. Living like in, you're in a, a swamp,
0: big ramp rat who lives in a swamp S- and is suspicious, suspicious of, of people. people. Yep. honestly, that describes <laughs> my life scarily well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, and so people don't really go and visit them much because also, like, the swamp is poisonous, and the Nozomi are basically always like, if you visit us and we don't like you, we'll poison you. Oh, okay. But, Fair enough. Um, Kato had been, like, looking for all this info on Tesseract, and so he had, like, found these whispers of, like, a while back, like, a long while back now. Tezzeret or like a man with a metal arm had visited this Nezumi village and ended up, it ended up burning to the ground Oh, and there was only one survivor. Uh, and so he's going looking for that survivor. And also there was like a story about this is, I think in the days before Nicol Bolas was vanquished. Okay. Because it talks about, um, like Tezzeret had like stayed in the village or had like been injured, injured or something. um, and then a big dragon came and found him and took him away.
1: Oh, did Nicol Bullis give him his metal arm? I,
0: I think so. Is that good? Although canon? I don't know. Anyway. Anyways, we can talk about Tezzeret more in the future. I'll look up more on him. Okay. Okay. So anyways, like Tezzeret had burned this Nazumi village to the ground while looking for some stuff. Man, burning um, a
1: swamp to the ground is harder than a, d- a normal village.
0: <laughs> difficult to accomplish. It's very but, moist. It. Uh, so anyways, one of the survivors is was a kid called Nashi. Um, and so, you know, it was very traumatic for Nashi, obviously. His village burnt to the ground, and now no everyone's hiding him, and no one, everyone's like, we don't know. There is no Nashi in Bong Bossing ba Say, That's an avatar of the last year, but a reference, anyways. Okay, so um Kato is like in this swamp now and is going from village to village, and all the Nizumi are like, Get out of here, we're not talking to you. Uh, and so finally, he finds one where there's like, uh, He feels like, Oh, there's something going on here, right? Um, like the Nizumi w- are just like, No, get out of here. But he sees some kami that are kind of like, uh. oh. Like he says Nashi's name, and the kami start being like, Whisper, 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 whisper to whisper, each whisper, other. Whisper, and whisper. he's like, Uh huh, this town. Someone in this town knows where Nashi is. Okay. Um. And but they're like, get out of here. And so he leaves. But then he sends his adorable little tanuki drone oh. to go and watch. And sure enough, uh, someone in the village st- sends a little note to uh, like sends a note to Nashi somewhere. Um. And so the little tanuki drone follows the the note. Or I want to say it's like a, how did they. Say, it. I was hoping I that a, Kato
1: would dress oh, up as a, a giant rat to get in.
0: <laughs> Disguise um, check. Someone in the, the Nizumi in the village, like, sends a kami note and it sends, like, a kami with a note to Nashi being like, Watch out, someone's looking for you. But the little tanuki drone follows the kami with the note. Follow the and, paper trail. And Kato follows the tanuki and they go to Ottawa, which is the city in the sky of the futurists. Sick. Uh, so, anyways, the Nizumi's drone vanishes and. Kato is like, it's okay. I'm in the right. Now I know, right? Yeah. Like, Ottawara is some, like, Nashi no, is somewhere. Uh, so he's, like, looking around, and then he runs into none other than our good old friend, Tamio. Oh! Who's currently just her normal Normal self. Tamio. Okay. Normal Tamio. All right. Um, and Tamio is like, they, they have, like, a little disagreement, and then they have, like, a little fight. Um, and... <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it when, is. When two
1: planeswalkers meet, generally they got to fight they first. They have a little,
0: they have a little, a little scuffle <laughs> disagreement and then they have a little fight. Um, anyways, it's very, it's very funny because Tamiyo at the beginning is like, it's not my wish to hurt you. And Kato is like, give it a minute. You don't know me yet. Ooh,
1: <laughs> spicy. Right.
0: Very spicy. I like very it. Very funny. Um, really enjoy it. Anyways, uh, Tamiyo is like, don't stop stop looking for Nashi. Don't say Nashi's name. Stop looking for Nashi. Don't say, his, don't talk about him. Don't talk to him. Get your butt out of here. And Kato is like, sorry, can't, gotta talk to him. <laughs> um, and, and she's like, then why do you have a sword? Conversations don't need swords. Mm, um, nice and, retort. Uh, yes. And Kato is like, yeah, but you know, you're here and you're, you're the one who surprised me. Uh, so anyways, Stay away from my family," Tamio says, <laughs> and Kato is like, "What?" And Tamio is like, "Yeah, it's my—he's my son. I adopted him." Okay. Oh, right. that's right. It was very Tamio cute. adopt. Um, Tamio adopted Nashi, and. And she's just like, get out of here. Um, and so they have, like, a little fight, um, and Kato is, like, doing pretty well, but then Tamio pulls out her sick scrolls oh, and, yeah. like, reads one that makes him unable to move. It, like, binds him up. Don't mess with
1: Tamio's scrolls, everybody. Exactly. Let this be a lesson to you.
0: Um... Yeah. So, anyways, Tamio like reads a scroll, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna make you forget all this happened." So, <laughs> it like, pulls out a scroll, and she's like, "I'm a, If you Sick. won't leave Nashi alone, I'll make you forget him." And Kato is like, "No, don't do this."
1: Tamio pulls out a scroll that says, "I'm going to make you never like cheeseburgers ever again once wow. I read this."
0: No, it's don't like, it's like hypnosis. For yeah, quitting smoking. Yeah.
1: Do you want to quit smoking? unfurl oh, scroll. Here
0: we go. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um. So, yeah. Cato is like, please don't make me forget. I'm looking for the emperor. And Tamio is like, nah, she doesn't know anything about the emperor. But Cato is like, but he knows about Tezzeret. And Tamio's is like, what? Oh. Uh, anyways.
1: You should have said.
0: Exactly. So they're like, okay, now they're going to be allies. That's nice. Oh,
1: well, you know, things that a conversation could have fixed. Example, 5,222,000. <laughs>
0: Yep. So many things just a conversation can fix. They go to Tamio's house. Kato looks at all of these watercolor paintings that she has. And he's like, these are of other planes. You're a planeswalker. And Tamio is like, you would only know that because you're a planeswalker. And they're both like, yep, we got you got me. We're both planeswalkers. I would feel like a
1: planeswalker can sense another planeswalker, you know?
0: You would think, but I guess not. They, they had that get, whole fight. Spidey spark sense. Yeah, they didn't know. Oh, okay. They well, didn't know until he looks at Tamio's paintings of other planes, and he's like, these are other planes. Did
1: Tamio? Does you do watercolors? Is this? It looks
0: like, oh, yeah, Ooh, nice. you know, everyone <laughs> needs a hobby. <laughs> Even planeswalkers need a hobby. Come on. Exactly. Um, so anyways, they have like a little chat. And Kato's like, oh, you're gathering all this information on the multiverse. And Tamiyo does her classic thing. She's like, yeah, it's my duty to preserve the truth of I the don't know multiverse. if you know this.
1: I'm a moon sage.
0: Yes, uh. exactly. Uh, and so Kato's like, please tell me about Tezzeret. Uh, anyways, and then Nashi is there. And Tamiyo's like, you know my son Nashi? And he's like, what's up? I was looking for you all over the swamp. Uh, anyways, and it turns out that also Nashi is a futurist who's working in building illicit tech. Um, just sort of like- recycled parts um and he's like oh can i ask you all about your drone here's a million questions about your drone you know it's cute that's cute um anyways and so kato is like yeah here you can look at my tanuki, my tanuki drone it's very cute um
1: <laughs> it is i would have many questions about a tanuki drone yeah. including where do i get one
0: exactly oh also tamio is telepathic so tamio like nashi is in the room and they're talking about drones and tamio to kato in his head is like don't ask nashi about Tezaret. like i'm trying to let him just like be at peace yeah after that because horrible that, trauma after this horrible trauma let's not talk to my kid about the <laughs> awfully traumatic thing that happened to him oh that's a great good mob move uh yeah and kato's like yeah sure fine um and so that he learns all about Tezzeret, that of her, he definitely is like the guy who kidnapped the emperor way way back a long time. So ago. So Tamio
1: just tells him,
0: um, yes, okay. Yeah. Tamio is just like, yep, that was definitely him. Metal arm, etc. Bad dude, etc. Yeah. etc.
1: <laughs> I wish that was Tezzeret's flavor text. <laughs> Metal arm, bad dude, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera,
0: et cetera. Et cetera. Uh, anyways, and Tamio is like, what he's doing here is it seems like he's researching Kami, um but I'm trying to find out. Sure. So anyways, uh then also Tamio is like, "Oh, okay. First of all, he is he's trying to find something. He's trying to make a weapon called the reality chip. Um and there's like kind of it was like what Tezzeret was trying to use the reality chip on Kyodai back on the night when he kidnapped the emperor. Right. Um, which is, like, maybe part of what made the Tanuki, um, like, the Kami of the Spark, like, leap into existence um, is maybe what, like, ignited the Wanderer's Spark, the Emperor's Spark. Anyways, we don't, like, we think that he's trying to use this reality chip to control Kami. Uh, anyways. hmm but instead, the Emperor got a spark. Uh, and then Tamio is also like, oh, hey, I also met the Wanderer Oh, um, back on Ravnica okay. right, during War of the Spark. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. She was like, oh, she's like, the Emperor became a planeswalker. And Kato is like, but why, why hasn't she come home then if she can yeah. planeswalk? And Tamio is like, oh, the reality chip that gave her her spark like made her spark unstable. So she actually can't control where she planeswalks to. Oh,
1: wow. she just
0: kind of gets yanked wherever by her planeswalker spark. So just she's a real bummer. She's quantum leap. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. She basically <laughs> is quantum leap. She just, her spark is just like next, next jump. When <laughs>
1: will her next leap be home?
0: Um, but Tamio was like, maybe if we can get the reality chip that they were trying to make, then that would stabilize the Wanderer's Spark. Oh, and then she would okay. be able to actually move between planes the way that she wants to. Um, and Kato is like, okay, that's is probably in Tameshi's lab. Gonna go back there. And Tamio is like, you're being very quick and reckless. And Kato's like, that's the way I roll. That's how I roll, Tamio." Exactly. Tammy was like, let's Kato make a plant. And Kato was like, I'm already on my way to the lab. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I was already walking there twenty minutes ago. Sorry. Also, I need the reality chip because it's really good in draft and I didn't want to put it in my deck. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, so he goes to the lab and um sure enough, like he this time he he gets in to the actual lab. Yes. And that he had his like key card from that he took from Tameshi when Tameshi died. Okay. Very um, smart. And he looks around and he's like, "Things in here have gotten real dark and real messed up. There's like Kami that look like they've been experimented on and it's like <gasps> sad and bad."
1: I'm imagining the scene from Aliens where there's the tanks with everybody with versions of her floating in there that are all like yes. combined with alien DNA.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Um, you know, sad, sad, bad stuff. Like lots of like weird liquids and metal equipment. Um, and, and Kato is like, uh, this is bad. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, anyways, and he looks around and like, sure enough, there's like, he finds, he finds a real, like what looks like a reality. It says chip. reality chip it under it. Says it on it. Well, cause he had seen that like weird drawing in Tameshi's office. Um, in the last episode. I see. Right? Okay. Okay. Um, he had seen the blueprint on the, the blueprint and was like, oh, okay. This is like, maybe this is it. So he takes it. Um, and sure enough, as he's like, he, and he's like walking out and he's like, take that Tamio and wanting to make a plan. I've just got the chip. Oh, this was easy. Exactly. Um, but then he walks out of the lab and there's Jink attacks. being Like, yeah, he, huge, hey, and huge and evil and spooky. Yes, exactly. Um, Jingataxus says, "Quote: Your fleshling eyes suggest familiarity, but knowledge of our meeting <laughs> evades my memory. The existence of a second Jingataxis on this plane is highly improbable. Therefore, your recognition must be accepted as genuine." Wow. Anyways,
1: some people's brains, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then there's like, right? Cato's like, uh oh. Um, <laughs> I just
1: imagine everything you have Kato say is actually what's written <laughs> in this story. the actual
0: text. Yep. In this. I love it. Uh, anyways, and then there's like six ninjas that are working with Jenga Taxis who show up. Um, and then Kato is doing like a very good job fighting all of them, nice. honestly. Um, and he, but he's like, this is, this is not going great. Um, so he like throws essentially a smoke bomb and gets out of there. <laughs> Hightails it. Great. Is like, okay, running. So he runs, but he's obviously being followed. There's like, Oh, you know, more fighting, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then there's like a, gi- they have like a giant mech that they're also using to chase him. Um, and he's like surrounded and he's like, this is bad. Everything's, uh, Oh, <laughs> oh. maybe Tamiya was right. And I should have made a plan. <laughs> uh Oh, um, and then, and then suddenly like, just as he's like, you know, cornered by this like giant mech that's like gonna Six ninjas. basically eat him alive and a bunch of ninjas um someone shows up and like slices the mech apart and it is of course the wanderer. Yeah!
1: Wow. Um, she saved
0: the day. Yes. And he was just like y- not only you saved me but like oh, you're finally you're finally home like uh, anyways, and then Tamio also, also arrives and is like, this is not what I meant when I said that we should come up with a plan. What, like you running off and then getting your butt saved by your friend who finally returned home at just I mean, the right moment. Right? The, yeah, exactly.
1: Wasn't,
0: uh, wasn't a great plan, but at least it, it worked. Um, Tameo, like reads a little scroll to, um, make the three of them invisible to like the ninjas that are still around. And then she's like, let's get out of here. You dumb, you dummy! You two can have like your lovely friends' reunion somewhere Aww. else.
1: Well, that's great. Like, um, he was looking for her, and he really didn't have to find her.
0: <laughs> she, she found him. She found of him. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And now he has the reality chip. Um. Yeah, and they're gonna. You know, we'll see what happens next.
1: Oh wow! When you get your very first reality chip, what do you do with it? With your jellyfish friend?
0: Oh man! I mean, at this point. I think that the Wanderer needs the jellyfish chip. Yeah, yeah. To look at like, the top of her deck. Yeah, to, to be like, please <laughs> let me planes walk where I want instead of just being randomly quantum leaped around yeah. the
1: multiverse. <laughs> I'm glad we had quantum leap in this story, honestly. Yeah. Weren't they going to make a reboot of that? Where is it? I don't know. Anyway.
0: Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, next week we'll bring you I'll, the next two We'll try and have a magic story time, so okay. we can wrap this. Wrap the this exciting up.
1: conclusion. Yes. Of neon dynasty story time.
0: Yeah, because we know part of where it's headed. Yeah,
1: we do. It's dark. It's not looking Let's good. <laughs> say thank you to our sponsor ultra pro
0: yes would you like to feel oh so fancy
1: you know i would well maria
0: i have excellent news for you i would like to be the fanciest player at f&m please oh would you like to also inju- indulge your tactile senses well of course well in that case we have emerald suede for <laughs> you oh look you at this you can have a deck box in emerald suede you can have a binder in emerald excellent suede. Emerald suede. Yes, emerald
1: suede from Ultra Pro. The fanciest of accessories for your magical life.
0: Yes, and we also we often talk about these, uh, the flip top deck boxes. Oh, I love them. But there's also the ones with the dice tray in the bottom. Oh, so often, yes, we talk about the ones that already hold a hundred cards. Oh, wow. But these ones hold a hundred cards and have a dice tray. You m- simply must have a dice tray
1: attached to your deck box here in 2020. Too. You must. you simply must, must. <laughs> <laughs> yeah emerald suede products Ard. from ultra pro <laughs> they're, they're from i just love uh, ultra pro's fancier line of stuff yes because it's so nice we run the gamut here you can get anything you want from ultra pro including all of these super yes. sweet high-end right like, products
0: okay in put their gravity dice in your emerald suede deck box you are living the high life you are
1: good to go <laughs> you are good to go royalty bows to you when you use emerald suede from ultra pro <laughs> <laughs> That's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much, as always, for hanging out with us. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you to everybody who's a Patreon supporter. You keep this show happening and all the other stuff we mentioned at the top of the show, including our sponsorship of the VML this season, which is super exciting. exciting.
0: You can catch Maria casting the vml this friday yeah i'm
1: gonna be on casting this friday it's such a fantastic tournament a a chance to look at standard here when when we don't have a ton of standard tournaments happening yeah uh, which i think is really exciting and it's just a great league all around so we're so so happy to be sponsors
0: uh thank you as well to our sponsors card kingdom and ultra pro really just two of the nicest sets of people that we could possibly ask to work with who are out there making fantastic stuff and honestly just being fantastic members of the magic community.
1: Remember if you want 5% off on any ultra Pole merchandise, use the code GLHF at checkout, Nice, get 5% off, save yeah. yourself some money and support the show at the same time, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Card kingdom. You can use the code GLHF to get an extra sticker or a token in your order, Nice, which is really cool for totally free. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> exciting right. stuff.
0: We'll see you <laughs> next week for more. Exciting stuff.
1: I mean, can we promise that pretty confidently? I Honestly, think. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I was like, can we?
0: Actually, actually,
1: yeah. yeah New Pen is coming up. Battle for Baldur's Gate. We just got our first look at yes. that. The Commander Legends. set. We have to wrap up story, story time, Neon Dynasty. Oh, okay. All right. Let's just have next week happen now. It'll be good. Oh, also, the OP announcement is coming up this Thursday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll have a lot to talk about next week. We'll yes, see we will. You there. <laughs>